Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader Manager Coach. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to a new edition. This week I'm going to share with you some wisdom um, from, or let's just say, brought to, to my attention by a guy called Wayne Dyer. Uh, Wayne Dyer's passed away. And if anybody knows Wayne or knows of him, he's, he's a guy who was world famous for his translation, if that's the right word, of profound wisdom from the ages. He was a great teacher. He was somebody who spent his life writing, passing on the secrets, again, if I can use that word, of profound teachers who espoused how we can live our lives and how we can be successful. And I've often wondered how to use some of the things that Wayne passed on and other teachers have passed on and how it can be made appropriate to what we do in our lives. And obviously, this is a, a podcast that it is essentially about leading, managing, and coaching. And a lot of the principles in, in time that I've lived in the industry and I've worked in, in the professional football industry in the professional sport industry, particularly in the past, I would have been a little bit reticent to actually talk about them. I would have been a little bit reticent to share them because the people I worked with, I considered that they would absolutely think it was mumbo jumbo, that it was just essentially a load of rubbish and you just needed to get on with it and get stuck in kind of approach. And within me, I always knew that that wasn't necessarily the case. It certainly wasn't the case for me. We can only, we can only live our own lives. We can't, we can't live lives for other people or we can't think for other people. We can only think for ourselves. And this week, the teachings of Wayne um, were just came back to me and I was listening to some of his work on YouTube and I was struck immediately by the power of his words. I don't know how many of you can relate to that when you actually read something or you hear something or you come across something that you've heard before, you've read before. And this time round, it's almost like the words have been changed and you think it's the teacher that's actually changed. Well, it's probably, and probably more than probably, it's actually definitely the case, if I can use that word, that it's you that's changed. 
And I can't remember who the quote's from, but it's something like we arrive back at a place after a journey away and we recognize it for the first time. And it's a, it's a common experience. And it's, for me, it just represents a, 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 it represents a knowing that actually we're changing and evolving and growing and getting to the point I wanted to share these, these principles. So these are 10 principles that Wayne Dyer talks about that he believes are some of the key and essential things that are necessary to live a successful life. And I was struck by how powerful they are and how applicable they are to our world of developing young people and helping young people to to receive their, to get to their potential. Well, not only young people, but people in their, in the prime of their life. And I know we're dealing with sporting athletes primarily, but as you know, this podcast isn't just necessarily about that because these principles are universal. So let's go through them and let's see if there's anything here that you can take away. And I'm sure there will be, and I hope there is. Okay, first one, be open to everything and attached to nothing. Wow, this is massive for sport. It's absolutely massive, isn't it? Because we are probably to a man and a woman, we are totally at times attached to an outcome. And if we win, if we have a successful session, if we get a result, we are happy. And if we don't, we are not. And that is being attached. And how, so how can we apply the principle of being open to everything and attached to nothing? How can we actually detach from the result and know that actually we've been successful? One of the greatest teachings I can refer to on this is John Wooden. And obviously in a previous podcast, we've, we've taken a fairly, it's, it's a fairly shallow dive, understanding how much there is to know about John Wooden and his teachings and his life. But John Wooden's system, John Wooden's success and his pyramid was based on results that didn't represent results as the world knows them. So John Wooden's success was built on he went home on a Saturday night, if I can use that analogy, and sat in his armchair and said to himself, yes, today's been a successful day, irrelevant of whether the team had lost. If the team had done certain things and people had performed in certain ways, John said, today's been a successful day. So it was, it was irrelevant of the results. So let me throw this in there and let me challenge you and say, how in your practice, how in your coaching sessions, how in your game can you utilize the principle of being open to everything, which means you're going to have to allow, once they, once those players step over that line, you're just going to have to allow everything to happen that happens. Maybe we're not a coach that screams from the, from the sidelines and jumps up and down and gets on at the fourth official and tries to change the game when the game is unfolding before us, when we cannot impact the things that we think we can impact. And how can we keep our emotions in check so that we are not attached to what is happening because our mind is focused on something that's not to do with a result? 
I think it's a really powerful principle. And I think it's one that can actually not only change your, change your game and change your career, but can probably change your life. Number two, you cannot give away what you don't have. How many sessions, how many times have you been to a meeting, uh, a coaching session or had a, had a chat with somebody or you've tried to influence somebody and you don't get out of it what you would like to get out of it. You don't come away with that warm, fuzzy feeling that actually, wow, you know, wow, we've really got together here and we've achieved something and something positive has come out of it. And how often is it if you take the time to reflect that you blame circumstances or we blame other people? or we blame things that are outside of us, when in reality it is totally to do with us. How many times have you been to a game, a training session, a work meeting, gone to, gone to work because it's been a day where you got up in the morning, you felt good, you felt healthy, you maybe you've had some good news, maybe you're in a good financial position, maybe something really positive has happened in your life, in your family, and things are great. And all the outcomes that day or your inputs into other people in your coaching session with your players have been really positive. And you've been that person that influences and facilitates that positive outcome. And it's totally to do with how we are ourselves. We attract everything to us that is relative to where we are in our own lives. And it's taking responsibility for, for those outcomes, whether or not we believe that it's true or not. Yes, there are lots of things that are out of our control, except for the one thing that Viktor Frankl talked about when he was in Auschwitz, our response to what is happening. And we can always control our response to what is happening, and therefore we can control our experience and either have uh, contribute to an outcome that's a, a positive one, if I can use that phrase, or something that doesn't feel so positive. So we can only give away what we have inside us. So if we're in a bad mood, we're in a bad place, we are not going to get the best out of people, essentially. So, and that is always in our control. And imagine understanding and being able to utilize the power of knowing that you can always get the best out of people. That, that can change that can change anything essentially next one what about considering quitting trying to be a good coach and instead just trying to make a difference I've worked tirelessly and I don't mind saying this and, I, and I'm sure there's many 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 of you who can relate to this and you can relate this to your job your career your family your 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 goals your dreams Anything that you're action orientated towards and you've put time into it, you've put money into it, you've put late nights into it and you've worked tirelessly and you've, you wanted to become that coach. I wanted to become that, that coach that, that, that he was recognized and had some, some, what's the word? Some, some authority, if I can use that word. And people understood that I was that person that, that, that had got the badges and, and could, could be seen as the, the coach that I wanted to be. And there's nothing wrong in that. And I was often felt, I was always chasing that thing that was out of my reach. And some of the greatest peace of mind 
has come from the fact that if I just take my mind off trying to be this 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 person or this 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 great coach, but there's nothing wrong in that. And in the moment, just try to make a difference to the situation or the person who's in front of me with a word, a demonstration, a discussion, a, a teaching moment, and care about the outcome of that moment, then everything else will take care of itself. And that linked for me to just allowing things to unfold a little bit more instead of trying to force things down a certain path so that I could be the, the person that I wanted to be. And that has helped me an awful lot. So, and Wayne talks about a great story about a teacher called Mrs. Thompson who had a child in her class who was not cutting the mustard, who just wasn't favorite with the other kids and was hard work and was not what you'd call a potential A-star student. And it was only when this teacher, Mrs. Thompson, that Wayne talks about, found out with a dig and a backstory that this child had recently lost his mother and was struggling, that she had a 180-degree U-turn in her mindset. And just from that one piece of information, she totally changed the way she responded and related to this child. And Wayne talks about how this life, this, the life of this child turned around totally in the next 10 years, facilitated or, you know, being catalyzed by the change in attitude of this teacher called Mrs. Thompson because she knew the backstory and how many people in our in our care, how many people that we relate to, we work with, we are responsible for in terms of coaching or leadership or are in our teams that we actually don't know the full backstory and we respond or relate to them according to how we judge or how we think they are when actually we don't know the full story and we probably don't know the full story about many. So is it worth just allowing them to be as they are? And that doesn't mean being soft and letting them walk over you, but it means seeing them in the best light and seeing what kind of outcomes come from that. I found that amazing. Um, and to, that helped me to overcome my judgments of players, particularly who weren't cutting the mustard in their journey the way I wanted them to. And it allowed me to give them a little bit more lead and give them a little bit more so that we could actually get the best out of them. Next one. This is a great one. This is a personal one and an individual one for you. Don't die with the music still inside you or don't hide your light under a bushel. I hold my hand up and I'll say that I've spent a long time and a lot of my life trying to be humble, trying to not grab the limelight. Um, and maybe it comes from a teaching that I was taught, you know, it's not great to actually be the big I am and the big ego and uh, the superstar of the show. I actually think there's a subtle difference between all of those. I think that people do have a an internal 
emotional dislike of people who dominate or people who do it in a, what can I say, in a forceful way. And I, and, and I think that's un- understandable and it's natural. But that's that's not an excuse or a reason not to show the world how great you are at what you do. And there's many, many, many people out there who are absolutely fantastic and brilliant at what they do and have got talent, but they do not believe it themselves. There's a great book by Claude Bristol. I think it's probably knocking on 100 years old now in terms of since it was written. Um, Maybe I'm wrong in the exact time of that, but it's called The Magic of Believing. And this belief thing is almost a thought process away for all of us. And we're all human beings and we're, we're all born with talents and we're all born with abilities and, and environmental challenges and, and things that can help us and things that go against us. But we've all got that within us that if you believe you can achieve great things, it's not about comparing yourself with other people. In fact, it's totally the opposite. It's about being yourself. And you know when you're being yourself because you'll basically feel that you're on a path. You'll feel happy. It'll feel, it'll almost feel joyful. It's something that you, you know, you just want to get up in the morning and you just want to get on with your life because you feel you're in the right place. And if you can feed that and if you can believe that it's okay to be you and it's okay to be that person and it's okay to share what you love and what you're good at with the rest of the world and whether people like it or not is not of any relevance. And I think that's probably the key part of the statement. It matters not what other people think. It only matters what you think. Then you will be successful. So don't die with the music still inside you. The only person's opinion that matters in life is your internal opinion and your emotions will tell you that. And I spent a long time trying to please other people. Done it loads, done it loads and loads and loads. And it's taken me almost five decades to get to the point where on a consistent basis, I'm much better at actually saying, well, the only opinion that actually matters is my own. And the consequences are the consequences. And this is what makes me happy. And this is the way that I feel it should be done. And I think we can all do that. And I think the consequences and results of that will be amazing for you if you can actually embrace that idea. Link to that is the next one that Wayne talks about. He talks about giving up your personal history. And this is something we can utilize ourselves and we can also teach our our players and our teams and our people. How many of us go around in life thinking about and talking about and carrying with us like sacks of coal on our backs or satchels full of rubbish that we carry around with us, all our pasts and all our histories. I can honestly say and put my hand up and say that I've embarrassingly talked to people time and time and time again and explained and justified why I am where I am, what I've done, what other people have done to me, how I've been hurt, how I've been attacked, how I've been wronged, how things have gone, how things should be, etc., etc., etc. And 
again, it takes a long time to get to the point where you realize, actually, it's not about the past. It's about now. All the past is gone. We're on to the next second and the next second and the next second and the next second. And the more we hang on to the past, the more we talk about, the more we focus, the more we consider and let the past and our histories and our personal relationships and our tragedies and our wrongdoings and the things that have gone against us and the challenges we've had and our illnesses and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They just hold us back from all the all the possibilities that the future has in store if we will allow our mind to go from there and just let them go and focus on what is in front of us. Little by little by little, we will be able to move on incrementally towards what it is that we want. And the more that you can let go and the more you can forget, it doesn't mean that you're your past is not, you're not proud of it or your achievements. It's just that if you focus on it, it will hold you back from what the future possibilities are. And you can teach that to your players because some of your players will come to you and they will have had bad times and they will have had coaches that maybe they're not got on with and and things that have not gone well. And they've got self-images that do not facilitate greatness. And it's our job to actually just gently bring them to the present and be that 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 light in their lives that actually says, you know what, let's focus on the now and let's show you what you can do now and allow them to focus on the now and be positive about the now and create that 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 seed of greatness now and nurture it and nurture it and nurture it so they can grow. So it's about just letting go of the past and focusing on the now so that we can move forward. Moving on, you cannot solve a problem with the same mindset that created it. So I believe, I think Wayne talks about Albert Einstein that talks about this principle. So one of the greatest minds that science has ever ever, ever produced or one of the greatest scientific minds that, that's been Albert Einstein talks about you cannot solve a problem with the same mindset that created it. So... If you have a problem, what he's saying is if you have a problem and you analyze it, it's it's highly, it, there's a high possibility that using the same mindset that created the problem or was part of the problem or is part of the problem, you will not get to a successful outcome. And sometimes it's all about giving up trying to find the solution but having faith that that solution will come because that solution may not come from your mind. It may come from an idea that comes from somebody else's mind that you receive because you stop trying to think it out in your own way. I'll hold my hand up here again and say that I've spent so many years of my life trying to verbalize and analyze and talk about different problems. And I'm not saying that communication about them isn't great and doesn't help. But what I'm finding is that if things do not resolve, then there has to be another way. Because isn't it said that the height of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and, and expecting a different result? So maybe you've got a player. Maybe you've got somebody in your team. Maybe you've got a situation that is repeated over and over again. And you you, you feel that sense of frustration because you want a solution to that. 
Well, it's highly likely if that's the scenario, if it keeps com- keeps coming up and again, up again and again, that the seed of the answer, the seed of the solution, is in a different mindset than one than the one you've got. And I can't give you a specific answer to a specific problem, but one of the great things that I've read this week was again by Dan Abrahams, who is putting some great things out there, and Dan's written some some great books. And he seems to be somebody who's absolutely at the cutting edge and is bringing such great psychological wisdom to the world of sport. And he talked about, he put one line in one of his posts saying, put psychology and put psych and social first. So put the psychological and social elements of your coaching, of your teaching, of your team building, of your growth first. Because if you've got all the great technique in the world, all the great amazing tactical information, all the videos, all the feedback, but that person's mind is closed or that person's mind is off on another tangent. It's just a complete waste of time. It's like like trying to tip something into a vessel where the lid isn't open. The only way that something will go in is if that vessel is open. So if you can, you have to get that person's mind open and receptive first. And that is what Dan is alluding to. So, and getting your, that mind open is actually you is the analogy of of being in a different place to solve the problem. So sometimes it's giving it up and saying, actually, I personally cannot solve this problem. So who can? And if you ask those kind of questions internally, you will be guided to where the answer comes from. And I know you know that because how many of you out there have had the situation whereby you've had ideas and answers that come to you just because you've gone, oh, I don't know how to do this. And you forget about it and you're in the shower the next morning and you think, oh, what about that? I'll ring that person or I'll try that or you just read something. And if we do that more and more and more, I think that's what Albert Einstein is referring to. So you cannot solve a problem with the same mindset that created it. Next one, be the change. And I think this is related to something that I heard again this week. It's not words that teach, it's experience that teaches. Anybody who's a parent out there will maybe have caught themselves saying to their their kids, when I was a kid, XXX, when I was younger, XXX, and you can see your children almost rolling their eyes and thinking, I don't really understand what you're talking about. And you have to let them go out there, don't you? And actually experience a little bit of discomfort and a little bit of pain so that that teaches them. Now, I'm not advocating letting children run across the road. I'm not advocating letting kids put their hands on hot coal fires. What I am saying is that we can talk and talk and talk and talk all we want at times, but being within sensible limits, it's experience that teaches, not words. So, If we go to a coaching environment, if we put a practice on because you want your players to work in a certain way, if you put that practice on that allows that situation to occur and the consequences of them following or not following what you are directing is pain, i.e. they lose or they have to work 10 times as hard or they don't get the ball as much or they get frustrated, they will learn 
infinitely quicker than if you talk about it and, and don't practice it. So it's being the change and allowing them to experience you as you are rather than you telling them. And if you're early for training, if you're early for meetings, if you're polite, if you're respectful, if you are calm, if you are whatever it is you want in your in, in your people, in your in your the people you influence, then it you have to be that those characteristics for them to take that on board. You can talk about it all day, but actually they really know. You know, it's that old phrase, isn't it? Um, I can't hear what what you are speaks so loudly. I can't hear what you say. I love that. What you are speaks so loudly. I can't hear what you say. Next one. Or the last one. Because we're nearly, we're nearly at the half hour mark. Wow, already. Trust in your own ability. Wayne puts it another way. He says, trust your own divinity. He goes a little bit deeper and talks about us all being divine beings. Trust in your own divinity. How many people can relate to this? You read and study and learn about mentors, great people, unbelievable masters of the past in your area or your passion. If you're a scientist, it might be about Albert Einstein. If you're a tennis player, it might be Boris Becker. It might be Beyond Borg. If you're a a footballer, it might be about Diego Maradona, it might be about Pep Guardiola. It, it, whatever your niche is, you will hopefully and likely, in all likelihood, have been in the scenario where you listen and learn and read about great people from the past. And as you develop in what you do, the gap between you and them will narrow. Because you are learning, you are experiencing, you're going through an evolutionary process. And there comes a time when you, you, you have to actually believe in what you are and what you've become. You can read about Thoreau and Shakespeare and, 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 and Emerson and, and, and all the great people that have gone before. And in doing that, sometimes you can pedestalize people. Rob Moore talks about it. You can pedestalize people. And in pedestalizing people, we can actually, yes, put them up there, but in so doing so, put ourselves down here. And that is a mistake because, yes, it would be foolish if you were just to start out as, let's just take Kung Fu as a martial art and say you've been to your first Kung Fu session and all you've done is pay for your suit and sign the papers and done a couple of stretching exercises. If you put yourself on the same level as the great Bruce Lee, then that's a deluded thought process. But it's not a deluded thought process to say that you, you've now started to have thought processes that narrow the gap between where you were a day ago and where Bruce Lee is or was. So, after a period of time, we can start to rely on our thought processes. And what this principle is about is actually trusting yourself. It also goes back to the other principle we talked about, about believing in yourself. So maybe take a step back. This is what this principle means to me. It means take a step back and actually 
don't doubt yourself. Be humble. Be prepared to be wrong. Be open to everything. But attach to nothing. But believe in yourself and be prepared to be wrong. What does it mean if you are not correct? It probably doesn't mean anything unless there's disastrous consequences. And if you're on a scenario where there are significant consequences for people, then be ultra, ultra careful and give it all the due diligence it, it requires. I'm not saying that. But make sure that you don't put yourself in a situation and spend your time being hard on yourself and doubting yourself because you pedestal either others and don't trust yourself when you've done the correct amount of work and you've done all the due diligence and you are at a place in your life where you know you can say to yourself I'm, I'm proud of what I've done I've put the work in and this is where I am and this is what I believe in so there we got we've got nine or ten principles that really hit me hard this week from revisiting some of Wayne Dyer's work um Check him out on YouTube. He's, he's written numerous books, some phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. Um, and, and I cannot recommend it enough if, uh, if this stuff floats your boat. Once again, thanks for listening. You can catch me on uh, the Leader Manager Coach website. And um, we've got some great stuff out there on the podcasts. We're into uh, numerous episodes now. So check them out, share the good news. And um, once again, as always, Appreciate your time. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.